Hello, everybody. Welcome to ClapperCast, episode 144, I believe. I'm your host, as always, Carson Tamar. Excited because finally, after, what, two years of doing this podcast, we finally get to talk about some real cinema today. I am joined by the lovely Paul Price. Paul, how are you doing today? Did you do any cocaine to prepare for this episode? No, um, some of us have to be fucking sober right now. Um, So my stepsister um decided to get mono and uh cue all your jokes everyone's already done them they're not funny um well, she, probably just drank, so. <laughs> she probably just drank out of my beer um and now i have mono so i was like okay i'm just tired right that's the thing and they're like no no no, no. <laughs> you cannot drink <laughs> for anywhere from three weeks to six months and you won't know like, so what they recommend, what the doctor said was either I can get blood tests. I'm not doing that. Or I can just try to drink a beer and see if I throw up. <laughs> well, that's fun. It was like, cool, 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 cool. Um, the science behind it, if anyone's curious, is that it inflames your liver and your spleen. So I also can't work out for like two or three weeks. Um, so, which is funny because I had literally just started rowing again. I was like, you know what? I need to get back into it. I did it for like one day. And then I, like the next day, they're like, you can't do it again for three weeks. So um, I do have energy good. issues right now. When I had mono, I had mono in high school. And if like for a month straight, just no energy to do anything. Um. Okay. So here's the sad thing. Because I'm not drinking, Um. I do feel like it's evening out. Um. Because I'm not having that depressant in the evening. I am going to bed early. Um, nice. But I don't know why. Like, it must be the mono, but I literally just like, it'll be like 11 and I'm like, I'll go to bed now. But I also wonder if that's because I'm not drinking. <laughs> sure. Well, if you ever need a sugar pickup, I do have 104 stacks of picky, pixie sticks now. So because you did purchase 105 pixie sticks for me to own. So thank you for that. You know what the funniest part about that is? Um, that was the smallest container. And the original one Love I looked it. at was like a thousand. And I was like, that seems excessive. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, I would agree with that statement. Uh, I've never had pixie sticks, which that's why you bought this for anyone who wasn't in our text chat. Um, they're good. I don't know. I'll throw that yeah. review out there, I guess. Well, <laughs> Bonus review. Uh, well, it was because you went to the premiere of... Not premiere, but a screening of um, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. And they gave you a straw and nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, they gave us a straw and then said it's for Coke. And I was like, that's really cute because they're going to give us Cokes. And then they didn't give us Cokes. And then it was just a random straw. So was it like themed? Did it say like Cocaine Bear? It was like dollar bill themed. I really, truly believe Peace and Love. I think this was like something one of the reps were at like Dollar Tree and we're like oh that'd be cute to give to press I you know I appreciate it though if you're listening which I think they do so god I really do appreciate you love you uh, but anyway people. so we were talking about things that you could have gotten as well and we said yes. pixie sticks and you were like I've never had pixie sticks and because it was a whole nine dollars I decided to send it <laughs> that's crazy that's nine dollars for a hundred and five oh, pixie sticks no that's the thing like if you really go look at like the candy on Amazon um, you can get any candy you want in large quantities for no money. That is my like secret hack. And everyone's like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, especially if you're someone who likes a little candy at the movie theater, you can sneak it in your pocket. It is not hard. Um, 
And, you know, uh, and we'll talk about sneaking things into the theater when we get more into Cocaine Bear. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's super easy and you should do it. You should definitely check for your favorite sure. candy. Even weird I mean, candy. Like, if you like, like, expired, not expired, but like discontinued and they still like mm. make them in a little shop, they still have those. Um, or that. British candies. Uh, oh, side note, another thing I'll recommend, and foreign people are going to be like, yeah, we knew. Um, so, one of the things that I needed, because I needed something to be like a little alcoholy, um, but not actually have alcohol in it. So I was like, I need something with like a bite that I'm like not used to. Mm. So I'm like listening to this old British game show as one does. And sure. someone was like, my favorite drink is Robinson's barley water. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And it was like literally 1 a.m. and I was falling asleep. And I was like, nope, I have to look that up. I look it up. I can get it here. And I'm like, oh, it's like a concentrate that you pour water into and it makes it into a little like cocktail-y thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And it's fantastic. Um, and that's what I've been drinking. It's like it's like a bittery, sweet lemon situation. Um, mm. I also love how this looks like one long dog behind me now. Yes. <laughs> but um, so that was like a really fun little surprise that I found out. Um, but anyway, apparently it's a very popular drink in uh, the UK. I've talked to my friends there and they're like, yeah, we know what that is. I was like, oh, well, it tastes like alcohol. <laughs> Sure. It's just enough like it could be a cocktail. You would like it, Carson. But also it's now. Little... Huh? Go for it. I was just saying it's a little concerning, but that's fine. <laughs> the oh, craving no, of alcohol. Like, it's just like a um, like it's a health drink, apparently, is what it Ooh, says. Um, yeah. Um, but it still has the same vibe as like um, a beer. But I keep thinking like, Throw you know, the board um, is to mix it with whiskey. Um, Ooh. Yeah, right? I know, like, a little... Yeah, <laughs> well, in six good. months, you can definitely make that <laughs> and then enjoy yeah, it. That's the other thing. I bought a bunch of fucking alcohol for a party, and usually I buy the alcohol, and then I have the party, and then, um, like, it's gone in, like, a week or two after, but because I can't sure. drink, it's just sitting there, and it's, like, an entire fridge full of alcohol. It's very funny, because now I'm trying to find places to put it, because it's, like, party amounts of alcohol. Sure. Cannot wait for your Oscar party where you're sober in a room of drunk people watching everything oh, no, all I'm at drinking, once. I'm, I, I'm drinking um, oh. for the Oscars. Like, once Everything <laughs> Everywhere won the PGA, I was like, well, <laughs> can't, can't do this sober. That's valid. Um, we'll see tonight um, whether or not I'm going to be fully miserable. You'll know now um, whether or not. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give a sneaking suspicion that you are going to be miserable, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully no. not. I really um, think Blanchett loses. Sure. I mean, I, yeah, I love that we're trying new things. The one thing when you try new things is that things can go wrong, such as when a bear <laughs> tries cocaine for the first time. What a great transition, I must add. Uh, cocaine Bear is the film we're finally talking about eight minutes into this episode. Um, the story is pretty simple. There is a guy who drops cocaine over a forest a bear does the cocaine and then it kills people. It's a really deep uh, narrative story that we're talking about. Paul, what were your thoughts on cocaine bear? Um, so I weirdly fell into the hype of this movie in a way that I don't do in movies. Usually like, you know, I remember snakes on a plane coming out and I was like, yep, that's stupid. Glad you guys are enjoying it. 
I don't watch the Asylum movies. Like they announced because of this movie, they're doing Meth Gator. And like saying that, I also definitely will watch Meth Gator. So really, I'm lying here, but I want to pretend I don't fall into the traps of these trash movies. Uh, literally, one of my favorite bad movies is Birdemic. So like, I have no thing to say. But um, Cocaine Bear is really interesting because uh, it's based on a true story. But the true story is a bear ate cocaine and immediately died. <laughs> and that just feels like such a weird, like, you know, thing to make into a horror film. So they don't. <laughs> it is, it does have like scary moments and things like that. But for the most part, like, this is very much like, It doesn't really have a strong, oh, we're scared of the bear because they do like make the bear into the hero. Um, so that was like, that's my my big thing with it is I really struggle a lot with horror movies where um, a, a bunch of characters who didn't do anything wrong get killed. And this felt like that. And also... Um, the killer is also not wrong. So there's just a couple of side characters who were the villains, which was a very weird thing to like, you know, uh, try to comprehend in this movie. But I'm curious what you thought. I love that I sat in the theater watching Cocaine Bear. Film time still running. And I said, oh, Paul's going to give this exact take. Um, yeah, I mean, Cocaine Bear is fun i i had fun with it i think at the base level for a film called cocaine bear right you want to go see a bear do cocaine do a lot of silly faces and then just like murder people and i think it does work i think there are very fun moments uh i think the human characters i think there are some fun ones i love margot martindale big fan of her and she like was fucking killing it this movie so good in this um but yeah i mean it is very strange narratively how this bear is killing these innocent people and is like kidnapping children but like i also like that it blatantly, that makes like no this sense film, by the way it doesn't but i kind of love that the film like i'll give it props i've never seen a film so blatantly just like not have a story and just blatantly be like we're doing whatever the fuck we can like we want these characters to be around so we're sending them on this random quest to go find the little girl who the bear kidnapped and kept alive and at the same time they're like comedically adding more and more bodies that will just immediately get murdered by the bear it's a very fun although know, formula until the thir last 30 minutes where i'm like okay we've seen it we need an evolution we didn't get an evolution i get the bears uh, i completely disagree on that and we'll get into Ballard. that in the spoiler section um, I think I think it does evolve into a completely different film. Well, um, once you get to the waterfall, sure, but it's, yeah, okay, continue. but um, yeah. So, like, just talking without like spoilers or anything. Like, yes, if you're wanting a movie that's like, oh, uh, you know, this has a bear doing cocaine and kids doing cocaine. You know, actually, I was thinking about it. There was this guy on Twitter who was like being made fun of for like saying that cocaine bear would make kids want to do cocaine. And watching that movie, I was like, no, kids are going to want to do cocaine. Like, and Alina legitimately is like, cocaine is great. Do it as a child. <laughs> and you might say that kids won't go to this because it's rated R and no parent would bring their kid to Cocaine Bear. But Alina Falds, not on the podcast today, did have a kid in her auditorium. So oh, there were, there that there guy were really retroactively. 
yeah, there were a bunch of teenagers oh. that are not 18 um, in my screening. Um, you could just tell from the vibe. It was a lot of drunk people. Um, yeah. Oh, my, my note was um, my friends and I all did take a weed gummy before we went into the um, screening of Cocaine Bear. And it was very funny because I only felt, you know, that like SpongeBob meme where it like goes up and then down the little roller coaster. Um, I was like that um, for one scene. And we'll talk about it during spoilers. I was like, oh, nope, nope, didn't happen. My other friend said they didn't feel anything. My other friend fully blacked out. (laughs) She got out of the screening and she was like, I don't remember what happened in that movie. I was sitting there and then all of a sudden the movie was ending and like, do I remember any of it? Not really. <laughs> Very upset. And she was like, I'm going to have to sleep in my car. And I was like, yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> she wrote me like that. 3 a.m. and was like, I'm safe to drive now. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> um, But yeah, like, uh, it definitely is one of those movies. Um, you know, you mentioned um, that you saw it similar to Megan. I'm curious what you you thought of it compared to that. Well, I also just rewatched Megan, the unrated cut on Peacock, which is like not worth it, by the way. Um, <laughs> go check out our Megan episode. Well, this is like a side note for popping in with Megan. The only thing I don't want to see is that kid's ears get pulled off. And that's the oh, thing. That's-, that's the thing that's in there. And I was like, I don't need that. Like, yeah, I read the two like gross scenes and I was like, no, those are like two things that I was like, I wanted like more violence, but not like gross. I don't need. Gross. Yeah. I almost agree that, like, yeah, you should have done it the PG-13 version. I do like that she cusses a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the cussing is better. I'll give you that. But I think this is more what I wanted out of Megan. I agree. I had a very, like, as far as your theatrical experience, mine, even though it was a press screening, they had some general audience members there, and people were really into it. They were cheering, like, literally audibly cheering. And, like, with the bear, the opening song, people were singing. I did not, I've never in my life had a theater experience where someone started singing with the movie, but they did in this one. They were really into it. And just overall, I think when you watch Megan, both have narrative issues, but I think Megan's narrative issues causes it to be like a little bit boring at times, a little bit like lackluster. It never goes into the craziness that you fully want. I think Cocaine Bear is much more self-aware. It's much more willing to give itself over to being silly. I like the fact that you'll see a bear killing everyone, and then it includes a goofy scene of it like hitting its head into a tree. I don't know. This, as far as what, if you talk about universal crazy films, Violent Night did not deliver until the final act as far as what I wanted from Santa Claus killing people. Megan did not deliver with what I want with this gay icon killing people as a doll. Cocaine Bear at least did give me what I want with a bear doing cocaine and killing people. So I think out of all three of the kind of recent crazy universal films, Cocaine Bear definitely delivers the best. See, I would uh, I would say I think Violent Night's my favorite personally, but only because um, I don't think there's anything that gets to the highs of the Home Alone sequence in um, Violent Night. You know, no, that and the chimney are the two scenes where I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as Megan, yeah, I almost like, I do think that the body count in this being high, although we will talk in the spoilers about why it's not high enough. There's specific characters that I'm like, why are you still alive? Like actively shocked that they survived this movie. Um, and, uh, you know, I think overall, like, it is a little bit, it just kind of, like you said, is self-aware. 
I do think that it was rewritten during production um, and in a way that's very annoying. Um, I also Wait, in which way are you thinking? Because the kids to me felt like obviously rewritten. Like they do cocaine uh, and then they just don't do cocaine. Like there's uh, no sequence of them on cocaine. <laughs> that, but I'm thinking of the entire ending, I think is like rewritten. Oh, sure. Um, specifically the last couple sequences. Um, but you think there's gonna be a sequel? Because I'm like feeling like they rewrote it to include the possibility of a sequel. Yeah, I I think that as well. But also, um, we'll get into that in spoilers. Um, because like overall, I think if you're wanting just like a hey, this is what it is. Um, I would honestly say watch Snakes on a Plane, but. If not, watch this. And Carson, you said you hadn't watched Snakes on a Plane. But, like, that movie, I remember being as crazy as this. But the thing about Snakes on a Plane is the um, variety of death. And I think that's the biggest problem in this movie. Um, is what what's going to be the death? They're, they're going to get fucking killed by a bear. Now... If there had been some times where, like, you know, uh, like when the guy was up in the tree, this is an early death, so I don't really count it as spoilers, and also was in the trailer. Um, he gets like his leg eaten off, and it's enough to where he falls and breaks his neck. But if he had like they had done something to where he like got his leg ripped off and he jumped or something and then fell, I'd be like, oh, okay. I don't disagree. I, there's also a scene that stood out to me where someone is on under cocaine bear on a door that's like fallen. And I was like, Oh, that's fun. It's going to like just splat Crush him. and it doesn't. Yeah. Like, I yeah. agree. I think there's a lot of ways that there, you can add difference and you can add freshness with the deaths that they never really fully embrace. I, um, it's getting harder and harder not to talk about spoilers. Um, I'm also sad that Alina's not here because, uh, talking about Margot Martindale, um, cause that's the scene where she's, got her big star moment is during that door scene. Um, I have always liked Margot Martindale and I have never understood why. And then I'm watching this movie and she puts on red lipstick and I was like, holy shit. She looks like Patricia Routledge in keeping up appearances. My favorite show as a child and the way like my whole brain, like you know, did one of those like, uh, brain blast from Jimmy Neutron. I was like, oh, I get it now. I get why I've been so connected to her. It's because they're the same fucking woman. <laughs> um, you know, have that very like motherly quality. But yeah, especially like her personality in this, totally like Hyacinth Bouquet. Um, so that was fun. Um, and I feel like we can probably get into spoilers. Yeah, if I was going to say. Because like, I mean, I think you can watch yeah. this trait. Like, you know if you want to see it or not. So let's yeah. get into spoilers. Okay, so, uh, and that's why I think the movie ends when she dies. Like, I thought this was going to be some situation, and I was really excited about it, where, um, and I can't think of what I'm remembering. It's from some movie or something, um, where I thought she was going to keep getting injured and keep getting saved by people, but every time she, like, something worse would happen to her, but she'd still be around and like, she'd become like a husk of a person by the end. And it's like, 
it's from some horror movie or some horror comedy. And I can like see it in my head and I've been trying to think all week what it is. I cannot remember. Um, if you remember, write us a note. Um, but, uh, it's like a recent movie too, where they like have a character and like they keep getting saved again and again. And then they eventually die exactly like this in like a side thing. I wanted her to stay all the way through it. And I think that it kind of hurts the movie that she doesn't. I also don't think it's fun that she, you never actually get to see her fight the bear, which happens off screen. Um, and then she's killed off screen. Like we see the impact, um, you know, so the bear jumps into the um, ambulance that's taking her away. Also, that entire sequence is fun. Very like poorly directed. That was like, like I didn't feel the. We'll get oh, there. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. About it. Uh, but I just think it's like a rough scene. And then those are the three people, including the animal activist guy, where I borderline go. This is mean in a way I don't like. Um, I don't like that feeling. I don't think it's fun. It's the same as when a dog dies, when somebody who doesn't really deserve it. I know they tried it with the TikTok guy to give him like an asshole personality. And she's kind of, she leaves them, but she doesn't leave them like Jurassic Park. She leaves and it seems like she's, she's calling the police. She's trying to get, like she's doing like the best she can. Um, and I think that that's, um, they don't make her mean enough if that was like, you're supposed to be like, yeah, she died. It's like, she's a park ranger who has a crush on a man. I'm <laughs> um, like, oh no. Another heterosexual down. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like overall, I think that this movie is like just a little... Uh, a little too mean in the first two acts and then way too nice. It is so kid gloves in the third act, uh, specifically with spoiler alert for the dumbest twist in this entire movie. One of the cops is like being paid off by the bad guys, but that doesn't matter and never comes up again. <laughs> I was like, like when this happened in the movie, I was like, Oh, cool. I like that actress. I am ready for her to get murdered now. It's going to be so fun. I was wondering what they were going to do with her. That's the twist. That is cut in the movie. 100%. Do not have a question about it. She like, <laughs> they go into this tunnel and she goes, I can't deal with this. Leaves. And then the bear comes above the tunnel. And you're like, oh, what happened is there was a sequence where she got brutally murdered. And someone was like, we should leave her alive. <laughs> I thought they implied that she died because there was screaming at the tunnel. Yeah. But no one in the did. film character wise, like then they talk afterwards about it and no one mentions that. So I was like, Oh, I guess yeah. not. I thought I went no, crazy. I, I got the same thing. Um, also, uh, but like, so she definitely dies. Like that happened. Um, another character who dies, but then doesn't like just in terms of like movie logic should have died, um, is the blonde bully kid, the teen. Like, yeah, definitely dies, d goes off and then is in the like post credits. And I'm like, why? <laughs> there was a post credit scene. I was out. <laughs> Didn't oh yeah. There, there are, there are multiple post credit scenes. Oh, I yep. was out by name three. You know, I don't stay around for that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I will say, can we just quickly mention the teenagers 
I was like, that's where I was like, this movie's amazing. Like, what other There's movie so just so blatantly needs to waste 10 minutes to where they include like an action scene of people versus like these dumb teens who are comedically like 30 years old? I loved it. I was like, that's oh, great. Yeah. Well, see, I liked that. And I like that they're like the Duchamp boys. <laughs> I'm like, who are they? <laughs> and they don't have any connection to the drug dealers. I was like, oh, that's going to come back. No, they don't know who the drug dealers are. Doesn't matter. Um, like, imagine just hanging on cutting people at a national park like a lot of this movie really screams obviously intentionally as being like straight out of the 1980s as far as cinema and like what's just a dumb thing we can add like of course these teens are there being bad like so fun yeah no and like so much of this movie is like you know it seems like on page it was really fun and then something happens in like the producing process or the directing that just like made it less fun. I will say, I cannot fucking stand ever, 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 ever children in a horror movie. And not because of my hatred of children. It's because there are no stakes in anything that happens with them. There is no fucking way that Carrie Russell, either of those kids, are going to die. So that entire plot line is like, okay. Also... <laughs> Why the fuck in this movie? Um, there's this hiker uh, played by uh, fucking Giants Bane from uh, Game of Thrones. And um, <laughs> he's like a lot seemingly killed in the opening is alive towards the end of the movie shows them a cave, which does not matter only for him to be killed off. It is the weirdest choice. But, like, there's a point where he's like, should I follow you? And I'm like, yes. I know why you're not. But I also don't know why you're here. <laughs> like, what was your point in showing back up just to show them a cave which they could have found on their own? Like, I just, there's so many things in this movie that just feel very first drafty. And, like, I won't allow it because it's a fun movie. Like, you know, it like you're gets like, too much. SN it feels like for me at scenes, it really bordered on like, this is really fun camp. And this is SNL and like yeah. not to hate, you know, shout out anyone who loves SNL. I am not that person where it was just like, okay, this is not it. It's yeah. not funny anymore. I know it's a, uh, it's like Woody Harrelson's <laughs> intro last night. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I'm talking about? I love, no, I love that you watch SNL though. Oh, I don't No, He got oh, canceled. Sure. Oh God! What happened? Uh, so wait, like really? Yeah, like um, oh, he like in the middle of his like monologue went on this like anti-vax rant. <laughs> well, thank God we reviewed the Hunger Games before this knowledge got released. <laughs> Holy shit! It's so funny. He's like, um, so the drug cartels keep you in your home and don't let you out until you take their drug. I'm like. <laughs> He is a now a huge supporter of the right. It's great. Woody Harrelson uh, did the thing. I'm sure Triangle of Sadness is like, what? <laughs> Their best picture chances of fading. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway. That's my that truth. That's how I'm going to rewrite this Oscar season. Triangle of Sadness was going to win until this incident. And that's why. <laughs> that's, that's everything ever all at once is actually winning. Uh, but like. Uh, so I just feel like a lot of this movie is just very first draft. Um, you know, I like Alden Ehrenreich. I, I think he, um, is 
okay in this. No, he's great. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's because I think he's hot. But like between this and I know you haven't seen Fair Play yet. That was at Sundance. Like we're really here for the Renaissance. I'm here for it. Um, I think yeah, he's the no, best I'm actor a, here. I'm happy for him. Um, you know, there's so many characters in this that I just feel like I didn't believe they were going to die. And I hate plot armor in horror movies. Um, I don't even know if Did you, you like call the it- police guy with the dog. I like that they put him so blatantly on a roof and I was immediately like, oh, that's so he doesn't die. <laughs> that's cool. Wait, so he doesn't die? Not, like, in that scene. But he did die. In when he's scene. on the roof? Um, no, yeah, not he- like when he's like holding him a gun. He got a whole betrayed on and everything in a different scene. No, I mean, like, yeah, but like... Okay. <laughs> it's like nothing more fun but- when you're... <laughs> nothing's more fun on a podcast instead of yes ending to say but no um <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're wrong <laughs> actually like, Carson, no actually that's not, that's not the but, truth like, ellen sorry <laughs> yeah um only because like i was really bummed that he died and then then they introduced uh, that's also the scene where his like uh you know fucking assistant is introduced as the villain for that not to matter at all at all like that is that is like cut out of the movie for me. Also, there's a dog, and like I feel like the dog is in there for one reason for you to be like, the dog's gonna die. Oh no, and it doesn't, but it never interacts with the bear. Um, you know, in crawl, uh, one of the best scenes in the entire movie is the dog versus the alligator. It's the it's one of the best in like a horror movie, actually. I was fucking on the edge of my seat, not just because I like dogs. It's just a great scene. Um, and this, I felt like, was going to try that. And then it just was like, no. <laughs> so the dog really just is there to, um, I don't know, allude to this guy being gay that dies. <laughs> That's what most people like are reading it as is like on Twitter. They're like, oh, yeah, it was just to say like, oh, he's secretly like. And I'm like, OK, cool. So just kill it. the <laughs> Fellas, is owning a small dog gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I own medium-sized dogs? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Uh, no, but like, um, you know, I look through this entire cast list and I'm like, okay, yeah, Carrie Russell, O'Shea Jackson, um, Alden, um, the fucking wh- Brooklyn Prince from the Florida Project and The Turning. Um, I was like halfway through the movie and I was like, what are you from? Did not remember Florida Project. I did remember the turning. How to look it up after. No, how to look up after. I've never seen the turning, um, but I was like, I and know then that the face. little boy is somebody. Who the fuck was the little boy? Um, oh. the li- uh, the little- Descendants 3. And no. playing with fire. The package. No. no. Well, I really feel like those are all you would know this kid from. Like, oh, he's from Sweet Tomatoes. Is the main thing. Oh, like I just know him from the trailers of Sweet sure, Tooth all over. Like I knew I'd seen him before in the woods. <laughs> um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson is doing something here. I don't know if it's good or bad, but he's definitely doing something. He's definitely in this. Also, um, someone pointed out that like most of the cast of the Americans is in this for no apparent reason, uh, uh, <laughs> um, including the uh, first death, who is the only one based on a real character. Um, Matthew Reese is the guy throwing the drugs out and was the actual 
uh, person who died in a parachuting accident, who was the one that dropped off the cocaine that killed the bear. Um, Also, like, so I guess we're going to talk about the waterfall, because once the once they go into the cave, the movie derails in a very insane way um, and becomes a kid's movie borderline with like with the exception of the fact that it's about cocaine and the fact that Ray Liotta gets his guts eaten out. Um, it is a very like <laughs> it's a very PG ending to this movie. Um, they end up on a waterfall ledge, which is already dumb, with bear cubs. <laughs> and as soon as, like, um, you know, for me, as soon as I found out that uh, the bear was a, a female, I was like, oh, well, Elizabeth Banks changed the gender from the original bear, who was a guy. So that bear survived in this movie. And then I was like, okay, so if I know the bear's surviving, it has one of two ways like they escape it or they're going to make it into some like, you know, um, like ugh, almost heroic kind of thing. Anti- he's a, It's an anti-hero. Yeah. No, it's yeah, kind of. It's same vibe to me. And I think this is what she was going for as like uh, Rexy in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like where it's for like, sure. oh, look, it was scary, but now it's the. Hero. Actually, the more I think about it. Elizabeth Banks watched Jurassic Park like 70 times. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is just Jurassic Park with a bear. All these deaths, the exact same as Jurassic Park. (laughs) But the thing about Jurassic Park, it's funny because they're different dinosaurs. Yeah. Here, it's just the same 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 bear. bear. (laughs) Um, You know what would have been a great twist, actually? In the middle of this. There were dinosaurs? No, 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 no. I was going to say, like, have, like, a cocaine cougar. And you, like, aren't expecting Oh, that'd be great. And you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. And then, you know, that would have been great. Fuck, and that's even just another I cocaine bear. bear. Why not, you know? Yeah, well, they are other cocaine bears. They're babies. And it's a really True. weird scene. Like, A, I knew at that point they weren't going to kill any of the bears. Um, B, I don't understand why they don't kill any of the bears. <laughs> like, there's a large section of this movie where, like, Ray Liotta has a gun <laughs> drawn at the baby bears. And he's like, well, I'm not going to shoot those baby bears. It's like, why? You're, you're like, the villain of the film. Like, of course you were going to shoot. Like, even if he, like, shot it in the shoulder, which he does to the mom. Um, oh, God. The ending gets so stupid. I'm sorry if you liked the ending. Like, it is bad. It's legitimately terrible. Uh, because, obviously, you know who's going to die. And it feels like every like 80s and i wonder if that was the point was it was supposed to be like an old 80s movie like but it just doesn't work um no it doesn't and then like i don't know i wish the kids and the mom wasn't in like wish they were not here at all you already mentioned the kids have no point the mom has no point you have other like it just doesn't mean anything like it takes runtime yeah i would have had them like have a fight with the bear and then they jump off and then you have the scene with the adults and that would have been like yeah. okay cool um i'm in the had... movie entirely i oh, wish they were yeah. cut from the film like oh, I, I, agree. Don't, I, I yeah i i agree it's just to hear kids cuss which is never funny to me um people love uh, that but... it was good in good boys other than that i can't think of another I time where it was funny oh uh, I have, well i don't know if you'll like it <laughs> i don't know if you'll like any film i don't know why i was about to speak on that uh yeah that was really embarrassing for you um <laughs> 
But, uh, wait, that's so funny. So my friend, uh, Chris, friend of the podcast, um, caught during the opening of the movie. Now that we're going to be talking about like directing and stuff like that, caught that, um, the character's name is Olaf, right? But Mm -hmm. in one of the shots, his girlfriend screams Christopher, which is the name of the actor. Hmm. And I just looked at the cast list and I was going to mention that. But they have named the character, the only character with a last name, Olaf Christopher. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Like, um, that is very much a Star Wars Carrie situation. Um, so we're just going to say that <laughs> his name is Olaf Christopher. Um, sure. Yeah, because I like he like leaned over to me and he was like, did he just fucking say Christopher, not Olaf? And I was like, I think so. <laughs> but um overall that kind of is the vibe of this movie it's a lot of first sure. takes it felt like um, and i think on purpose there's definitely a level here where like it wants to be so bad it's good but like there are times especially like visual effects like, the visual effects are never great but there are like scenes where the bear is more put together than others when it attacks margot martindale from like the bush i was like oh this is genuinely like the worst cgi i've ever seen <laughs> yeah, it was not like it's I don't know, and it's it walks a fine line films when it's like trying to be bad. But here I think it has times where it becomes too bad. Like the waterfall scene also just like the like production design. I don't know. It feels SNL. Yeah. I don't like SNL. I keep going back to it. No, no, I totally know what you mean. Um and I think that like you know, with cocaine bear as like this you know what you said, it starts out high and then I feel like it really loses steam around, honestly, when uh, Margot dies, which is weird because that's like... I agree. Um, but it's it, also it, the like, last that's time the issue, that, though. It's is like, that the once last you get... action scene? We'll um, I think so. Timeline-wise, yeah. it's a little... No, uh, yes, I think you're right. Because uh, the other ones are them at the gazebo, which is not an action scene. The bear just stands around and then falls on him. Um, and, okay, that's another moment where I was like, what the fuck? It's, like, so annoying. Alden Ehrenreich gets landed on by the bear. Alden's face is under the bear's head. And he says, the bear's vagina is on my ear. While you can see that it is not. And then well, the bear... How do you know where the... You know, maybe the bear... Oh, I feel like I know a mild amount of bear anatomy enough to, um, and it's like at that point I was like, okay, um, it's just very dumb, and like, I don't know, I'm just there's so much of this movie that I'm like, oh, that was fun, but I also don't know if it's just like something that I would ever watch again. Like one of my friends was like, do you want to go see it next weekend? And I was like, Ugh. The highs are there, but the lows are very sure. low. Um, I think I'll go see it again. I, it's shocking to me that it's 95 minutes. Because walking out, I was like, oh, you should have shaved 30 minutes. Can't believe it was two hours long. Didn't realize it was going to be that long. But, like, no, it's actually 95. I think this should have been, like, sorry, 70, 75 minutes. Like, there is just nothing. You needed a bigger budget, this long. Well, and I do think that they fucking cut out two of the big kills in the end of the movie. Sure. Um maybe to set up a sequel but like i have no interest in following the bad cop or the like teenage you know 
uh, drug kid. Um, also, that's a weird part. There's so many things in this movie where they like set up a bunch of character things for it not to matter. So there's three bully kids. <laughs> One of them is introduced in a very long scene with Margot Martindale. That is the least important of the three boys. <laughs> like, he yes. gets the least amount to do after, like, so much character work. And then, like, he's killed off screen. His head's in a bucket. Stupid. Um, it's just, the whole thing is just very weird. Um, it feels like it made slapdash. Almost like, in a way that's like, it almost feels like realistic to like what would actually happen. Like, yeah, this character would be doing all this stuff and then just die, but not in a fun way. <laughs> um, yeah. Is Margot should have survived. <laughs> no, I, I could not agree more. I think like that is the energy. She understood the assignment. Everyone in the first part, that's also why I mentioned in my written review, if you want to read it, is like all the good characters are the ones who die in the first half. Like those are all the ones I would want to spend the entire film with. And then you just leave with, like, the boring ones. And it's like, well, then why? what are we doing here? Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't a fan. Uh, yeah. Uh, even, like, uh, what's very... Um, a good showcase of this entire movie is the tattoo. Um, so he gets a tattoo of his... Uh, Olden Aramark's character gets a tattoo of his dead wife. And it says, John, not Joan. And it's like easy laugh it also doesn't make any sense there's no way he said my wife's name is john or the guy heard john and also he's like i can't get it fixed it's like you just have to like put the little line over you would look at it immediately and be like that's wrong and then you just pull it's just dumb sure. and it, it's like for a lazy joke and i feel like that's how this whole movie kind of went for yeah like, but i don't I don't hate that when it actually is funny and like it's good enough it's, that it commits to the bit. It's when it like just feels like it's going through the motions that I think it starts to become dull and boring. But like I don't I don't know. I don't mind that too much. Though to be fair, none of this is like realistic. The bear didn't kill anyone. Obviously the cocaine, it just like killed the bear. It wasn't even a girl. It didn't have cubs. So like I don't know. Yeah. Well also, um, Shocked you know. there's not more takes on that, by the way. I'm shocked there's not more takes on, like, oh, how dare Hollywood... Like, you're complaining about the cocaine the guy on Twitter was. I was shocked there weren't more people, like, it's wrong to show, like, these animals, like, as stereotypically aggressive. And, like, I don't know. I just watched Grizzly Man for the first time. So I really was expecting more of, like, bears are cool. We shouldn't be portraying them as killers. But no one cares. Which is fine. No. I don't um, really care myself. Well, I think it's very clear in this movie that, like, bears are safe. Like, it literally opens with, bears are safe unless they're on cocaine. Sure. Um, I am curious if people try to feed cocaine to bears now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it's been done plenty. Uh, Clappercast feeds cocaine to a bear. <laughs> you know what? Clapper, we'll go to the San Diego Zoo. We'll bring a bag of cocaine and just throw it at animals. See what happens. What can go wrong? Amazing. That's fun. That would be a very fun sequel. It's like, an entire zoo. Kind of how I want, like... I need in Megan not to do the Chucky thing all over again, but like I do need an entire like toy store of Megan's killing people. I need an entire zoo of animals on cocaine eating everyone. And then that could be very fun on like a group of people stuck in the zoo. I think there's, you know what, Elizabeth Banks, you have a very strange filmography. I don't know if you're doing a sequel to cocaine bear. If you are hit me up. Cause I have ideas. Um, 
I mean, it made its entire budget in a weekend, so I assume that it will, in fact. It's doing a little bit better than her uh, last project, which I think was Charlie's Angels. Don't really keep up with Elizabeth Banks, yeah. but <laughs> that I, and Pitch Perfect you know too. I think that's I her trilogy. The restraint of her not casting herself in this movie, where she could have been a hundred different roles, is is impressive. But I think it kind of would have been funny if she did cast herself and then just immediately killed herself. But we'll see. <laughs> I mean, we saw it, but I think it's cool. <laughs> again, Elizabeth. <laughs> um. Maybe. Cool. Do you have any last thoughts on Cocaine Bear that you would want to share before we get, um, we wrap things yeah. up? I don't know about a sequel. I know like there, it's probably going to happen, but like I just don't like the conceit of it getting into cocaine again. Just feels very like, and like I mean, unless you do like it's cocaine something else. But like, or different bear, there's a cocaine bear movie in universe and that inspires someone to feed a bear cocaine. <laughs> That's uh, natural. Wait, isn't that the sequel to uh fucking. <sighs> Human centipede. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure that the... I never saw any of them, but I'm pretty sure the sequel <laughs> is a super fan decides to make his own. I love that. It looks a little too gross for me, but maybe we'll give it a try one day. No, I'm good. <laughs> you do have to watch all the Saw films before the new Saw, by the well, way. But no. no. Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, well, also, yeah, this one's not violent at all. That was my last last thought. It was like sure. surprisingly bloodless. Yeah. Even, I like, agree. The only thing that's gross is when that TikToker's hand falls off. I didn't know it was a TikToker. Literally until everyone was like, the TikToker. I was like, who the fuck is everyone talking about? He's the guy that did that like famous IKEA thing. And it would be like, <laughs> he, like is working at IKEA. And it'll be like, uh, you know, um, do you know what you time know. the store closes? And he's like, dun, 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 dun. And he like gets in their face. Like, <laughs> you I know, don't didn't see it. That's so funny. <laughs> can't can't say I've seen that one, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, my final thoughts would be like, it's fun. If you want to go have fun at Cocaine Bear, you know what you're getting so yourself into. It's not a great film, technically. It's not even like a great, necessarily like horror comedy, but like, I don't know. I think it delivers enough to where I would recommend it. Um, and if you want to see it, you can go see it in theaters, and I assume it will be on VOD within a month. It'll be quick, I feel, for this one. So you yeah. can probably wait at home if you don't want to see it in theaters. Um, let's go to our rapid reviews for the week. Paul, is there anything you saw that you would like to discuss or talk about? Um, so I watched Skinamarink. <laughs> God, what were um, your thoughts? I did not hate it. I didn't oh, like I... it, but I didn't hate Valid. it. Only because everyone told me it was no plot, no story. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, there's there's a plot in here somewhere. It's not a good plot. But like, I was a lot less bored than I was planning to be. Um, then I watched Spin Me Round, which is maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, I was so mad watching it and having it be a thing that was going on in my life. Um, everyone in that deserves jail time. Um, also, Aubrey Plaza, do not allow your husband to... Oh, is that the one where like she goes on that trip? Like, because yes, she works at the pasta? Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that's true. I'm watching that's that movie that and I was that. like, I was so bored and angry um i'm trying to think of what else um 
I th- oh, I also watched Shallow Grave, which is Danny Boyle's first movie. It's fantastic. And I also watch. you should definitely watch it. And I also watched um, Cruising, which is good. Like, it's really good. Um, I just, like, uh, wanted a little bit more. It seems like, from what I read, it was, like, recut in the same way of Cocaine Bear. And I don't like that. I don't like when you can feel a movie's been cut to death. Um, it's upsetting. But, yeah, outside of that, good. Sure. Uh, I saw Sharper on Apple TV Plus, the new film on there. I liked it. It's kind of dumb at times, but it's a very twisty psychological thriller that I think works quite well. It's a really fun craft there. On Amazon, I watched Somebody I Used to Know, which is the uh, Dave Franco romantic film. Allison Brie movie. That's why I actually watched uh, Spin Me Around because I was like, oh, before I watch Allison Brie's newest writing. Oh. Well, I would echo your what you said for Spin Me Round, I would say for this film. I think it's probably going to be like one of the worst films of the year for me. Just so ineffective. If you have a romantic film and it's not romantic or like good in that sense, like, I don't know. I don't care. Um, and then I also saw so Kurt. Good, so I'm sad. Some people are loving it. You know what? You know, maybe you will. Brown's trailer was good, too. I think that she makes movies that are good for trailers. They like sure. sound good when you just read the byline. I hate to say I'm becoming more and more every single role she takes over her as an actor. Look, I, I love a lot of her work previously, but a lot of it's now just kind of being dull. Um, I think she has an on-screen presence that is not fresh after the fifth film. Um, and then I also saw Creed 3, which I'm not going to get too into because we'll review it next week, I assume. Um, but I will just say I liked it. So with that, Paul, where can we find you on social media? At Price Like Tag on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And you can find me on Twitter at BP underscore movie reviews. Letterboxd just Carson Tamar. Thank you so much for watching. Um, and we'll be back next week to discuss all things cinema. Goodbye. <laughs>